Welcome to Tell Me More Live, the recorded version of our live storytelling night at the Push Comedy Theater in Norfolk, Virginia. In this recording, you'll hear a story from Ashley Hall and how a little peanut caused her a little dread. So it was a 2011. I was 26 years old, and my parents called a family meeting. We don't do family meetings. We don't talk about anything ever. You, you brush it under the rug. You complain about it behind closed doors, but you don't ever talk about it. Um, my brother was 16. He was playing volleyball at the time. So uh, this Saturday morning, we were all already together for that. And uh, <clears throat> my dad says, you need, to, you need to come to the house. We need to talk. So I get there, and I'm in panic mode. I'm like, something is horribly wrong. I know nobody's coming out of the closet. I did that. <laughs> it has to be either cancer or they're broke and we're gonna, they're going to lose the house. That's, those are the two big things that I could think are possibilities. And we're sitting there. My brother uh, and his girlfriend are sitting on the couch. I'm kind of hunkered in the corner. My mom's in her chair. My dad's like buzzing around. He, he won't sit still. I'm like, oh my gosh, here it comes. I'm not ready for this. And then my mom just blurts out that she's pregnant. I will, I will say that she's technically my stepmom. And I only say that so that um, when she hears this, she, her friends don't think she's too old. Because technically she's not old enough to be my mom. She would, she would have been 14 when I was born. So she's 41. My dad's 49. And they tell me they're having a baby. And I'm like, ha. <laughs> funny who's dying <laughs> no no she's really pregnant <laughs> she blames it on a snow day they were snowed in <laughs> so um my brother and i are just kind of staring at each other um in shocked silence and and i don't really know how to feel like you know normally it's like oh a baby but i'm i'm actually i'm worried i'm scared you know i mean over 35 there can be huge complications for a woman and um, my dad, he's like AARP, like he's old. Um, so I leave that day and I go home and I'm, you know, trying to wrap my head around it. And it's actually, it's really funny. So I, I live with um, my best friend, Jennifer, and she knew I had this family meeting. And so she's anxiously waiting at home for the news. And she was convinced that I was going to come home and tell her that my brother was going to be a teenage daddy. So when I walked in the door, I was like, well, you're half right. <laughs> um, so I, you know, I sit with it for a while and I, I settle on excitement and happy. You know, um, I can be a big old hippie most of the time. And I truly believe that everything happens for a reason. And so I'm, I'm excited. You know, I'm going to be a 26-year-old big sister. And uh, a few months into the pregnancy, um, just, it was a routine doctor's appointment for my parents. They get um, some concerning news from the doctors. Um, the doctors say that uh, she's not producing enough uh, embryonic fluid, that they can't guarantee the child will make it through the pregnancy, much less birth, and that if she does... Um, 
she will most likely be severely mentally disabled um, based on the way she was growing. Um, they told us that her intestines would, would most likely form on the outside of her body and have to be corrected if she survived. So now I'm second-guessing my decision to be excited about this pregnancy. Um, my mom is put on immediate bed rest, and we wait with, you know, our, our breaths held for months. And, and throughout this, this time, we, don't, we still don't really know anything. Um, she continues to go to her doctor's appointments, um, but they can't, they can't give us any guaranteed answer one way or the other. They can't guarantee that it's going to be horrible. They can't guarantee that it could be good. And so we wait, and we don't know. Um, and she, she gets scheduled for a C-section about a month before the pregnancy, um, before her due date. Uh, they didn't want to let it go any further. They thought it best to, uh, to get the baby out. And so we go to the hospital, uh, Chesapeake General, and trying to be positive, but there was, you know, absolutely a certain amount of, of dread for that day because we don't know that this baby is going to live. And if she does, what kind of life is she going to have? We're not going to love her any less, of course, but what would life be like that? You know, like what kind of struggles would she have to deal with on a day-to-day basis and how are we going to help her deal with that? So we're waiting at the hospital and, uh, my dad texts that he's coming down, and I remember standing at the elevator door, and he comes out, and he's in, you know, scrubs, and there's this little baby with him, and she was so teeny. She was only uh, two pounds and 14 ounces when she was born. She was so small that I said she was like uh, a little peanut, um, and so she became my peanut. But she was okay. They were wrong. They were completely wrong. Um, she was physically normal and um, at that point seemed totally fine. She was taken straight to CHKD uh, where she spent two weeks and one day in the NICU um, just to help her with her breathing and also to keep her kind of quarantined so that her little body didn't have to fight off germs and, and things. And, uh, and then she came home just before Thanksgiving, still okay, so much worry and so much dread seemingly now for no reason. And, um, God, the breath of relief. Like, you know, it's just, it's amazing. Um, now, I had, I had been working for six years at this small little family-run electronics shop, and they went out of business. So I got laid off. And my parents said, would you like to stay, stay here and take care of your sister during the day so that we can go to work? And I said, yeah, absolutely. Uh, one of the things I was worried about was not being able to bond with her the way I did with my brother. You know, I'm an adult. I don't live with them. And I don't have any kids of my own. So I jumped on the opportunity. And when she was two months old, it was my first day. And I was absolutely terrified. I've ne- I had never taken care of a child, much less a little peanut. I'm pretty sure on that first day I asked my mom, when do I know how to change it and feed it? Um, <laughs> I figured it out. 
And so for four and a half years, I got to spend Monday through Friday with my little peanut. My friends actually um, started calling me a stay-at-home sister mom. (laughs) I think they were jealous that I didn't have to, like, really work. (laughs) Not that being a stay-at-home mom isn't work. It is. Um, Okay. So um, it was just, oh, man, it was an amazing time for me because I don't have any kids. And so I got to experience things that usually are reserved for parents and for caregivers, Um, uh, you know, trying real food for the first time. And, oh, my gosh, okay, so uh, parents, do you remember the first time that your, your new child, like, got hurt? Okay, oh, my God. All right, so... So she was just learning how to sit up on her own, and we're, like, sitting in the kitchen, and, oh, it's so great. And I stood up to get my drink off the counter, and so she looked up to see what Sissy was doing and just... <laughs> right on the floor. And it wasn't, like, tile. It was, like, a faux wood floor. And But, I, you know, she... <gasps> screaming, and now I'm like, oh, my God, I've killed her. Um... <laughs> It's all my fault. They never should have trusted me with this thing. I knew it was a bad idea. So I'm like, I'm calling my mom at work, and I'm, you know, I'm calling my dad. I'm just, I'm freaking out. I'm, she's got a concussion. We need to call an ambulance. She was fine. I was fine. Um, potty training. Um, I never thought I would be so excited that someone took a shit. <laughs> we worked so hard for that shit. <laughs> Um, so, so Peanut just started school. She'll be five next month. Um, and she, uh, started school in August. She's in kindergarten. Um, she had to test in to kindergarten because she's a little early. Let's clap for Peanut. But, uh, yeah, so it's like a, we're in a huge, you know, it's a life change for us. Um, it's terrifying to me that she's, you know, going out into the world and she's not just going to be with mommy or daddy or sissy. You know, she's gaining that independence and she's going to be around, like, stranger danger. And I just, oh, I'm so scared. Uh, and I have to get a real job now, which super sucks. Uh, but uh, I... I don't know that I'll ever have children of my own. So this time that I've had with her is just invaluable, and I am so grateful that fear and dread didn't rob me of this beautiful little person. If you'd like to come out and tell a story like this one, or just enjoy the show, visit tellmemorelive.org. That's tellmemorelive.org. We will find a list of upcoming shows, submission and contact forms, and more Storyteller podcasts. Until next time, thanks for listening to Tell Me More Live.